we're, we're making the music. We're making the music. We have uh, all of the instruments in place. We're making the music. We're, we're performers at Coachella. We have uh, no fame, uh, no talent necessarily. We're not at Coachella, but we are performing at Coachella essentially in what we're doing here. I agree. Can you bring up to our fans um, a little bit more of... Um what you mean by that? Well, I was just reminded of that because of our discussion yesterday. I was thinking of some more motivational things to say as we start the show. I was thinking about this as I was doing the dishes this evening, just how we are, we are musicians. We are musicians and you start playing with someone and you don't know how that sound is going to turn out. Uh, but over time, you make something of it, whether it's a band that goes on to sell millions of records or a band that's playing at the bar that people go at three in the morning to do a bunch of cocaine and just be really sketchy, you know, and everything in between. It, it all starts with, with playing a single note. And, and that's really what we did last episode. No tier to no tur. Check mark in the book. That's right, folks. Episode one is in there. Do we have some improvement? Sure. Maybe. Sure. Did the Beatles Possibly. knock it out of the park with their first one? Not really. They had to bring in like other band members and stuff. You know, weren't there like other Beatles before they had their crew? Did, you know? did uh, this show might not even be me and you uh, by the end of it, you know? Did Jesus have some controversial opinions that that led him to be persecuted? Who? That's right, folks. Coming to you live from Easter Sunday, Garbage Juice Podcast. Um, where did you attend service today, listener? <laughs> Tell us. Write, send us in the comments what your your favorite congregation. Where are all your homies hanging out today? And also, um, asking for a friend. What's what's the best Easter food? Say you're messaging online right now with a girl and you're trying to impress her with your American Protestant Christianity. And she may or may not have asked you, oh, well, what did you have for lunch today? And you, now you're sweating in response, looking at your phone, thinking, I don't I don't know what I don't know what Easter people eat. What's what is the proper Easter meal? It don't, probably don't has you eat rabbit? Do. Isn't that why they do like egg hunts and no, there's bunnies? No, like, isn't you eating celebrate part of you sexualize the rabbit. You pr it's probably ham. Is ham the sexualized version of rabbit? Ham is the holiest of Protestant Christian food. <laughs> 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 Blessed be thy ham, for ham is the father, the son, and the fucking holy main course. Yeah, I, I think I heard that somewhere before. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Blessed be thy ham, for we are all ham people. So you just you just put some ham on a plate, and that's that's Easter. No, meal? we don't. We wish it was that easy. <laughs> you go to you the gotta have some fixings. Beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes. You gotta go to your local honey baked 
And you got to make sure that you ask for the spiral. And that thing's coming in hot with a pre-cooked glisten. And I think it might give you the option to throw it into the oven for mealtime, a little bit of heat prep, maybe a little finishing off prep, and they're going to get a good caramelized core. You want the rind of that pig somewhere on a, on a level of like a dessert, like a sweet, and crispy uh, delicacy. It's, a, it's an American delicacy for our out-of-the-states listeners. Yeah, the ham, it, it, it is the superior holiday meal. It's the center point of the family, of the nuclear American family. As important as electricity, water, access to podcasts and health, it's, it's up there for Americans. And we celebrate it, folks. We want to be inclusive in our holidays, which is why we invite everyone to celebrate Easter right alongside of us. And I'm pleased to announce... The first annual Garbage Juice Podcast Charity Easter Egg Hunt starting April 12th, 2023. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Find the link in the show notes for the, uh, gar- the Garbage Juice Podcast first annual Celebrity Easter Egg Hunt. Tom Brady is already signed on. We're going to have a visit by uh, President Trump himself. And uh, God willing. Tony Danza. We're going to have the likes of all of the, the hottest spring birthdays in um, Hollywood. Pete Davidson One is going to be the there. cast of Full House will be in attendance. RIP Bob Saget was on the list. Lost the real one. Not going to make it. Was there ever uh, conclusive like how that happened? They, they said he, uh, he hit his head. They said he hit his head and he yes. went to sleep and he just died. I mean, that's not a terrible way to go out, right? Hypothetically. No, that's pretty terrible. Because it just it just seems like you're you're so fragile, right? Like, what do you mean? You hit, what do you, they didn't really elaborate by what they meant by hit his head. Like, uh, how hard did he hit his head? Did he try to do like a stone cold stunner off the sink into the shower or something? Maybe it's one of those asphyxiation stories. So what? Are we, he's all strung up here with his gadgets on his neck and on his his genitals. Oh hell, we got another one. <laughs> Homicide detectives. <laughs> Top 50 homicide shows. Go. Uh, 39. True Detectives. Season 3. <laughs> 28. NCIS. Las Vegas. Seasons uh, 4 through 9. Go ahead and leave in the comments what your favorite homicide detective show is of all time. I mean, so a we top, can talk about a it top, on the show. A top 5. So we can get some good uh, crossover. At least. So I got a PowerPoint. Let's hear it. Number one, Christ is the Lord and Savior. You're going to have to skip it's also, that one. It's also a video. I was thinking of hiring someone to come to your house to just use your computer for you so you can talk and not have to worry about doing these, these things. I'm going to mute your mic. I'm going to find a way to remotely remute your bleh. remotely mute your mic. Go for it. Welcome to the show, everybody. As mentioned, here we are, Easter Sunday, 2022. Praise up to the Lord. Praise up to all things glorious. One thing that they don't teach you in school that we're here to bring you folks to our American listeners. Uh, this Easter is a relevant topic outside of the States. We all know that. To our American viewers, Easter is actually, it's actually um, pretty good vibes. One thing that's clear is that America is experiencing some good vibes. Starting this week, we're beginning our first season. Things are real. Followers Ooh. are in, yeah. Followers are increasing. There's a, been a lot of yeah. buzz, but both both uh, locally and uh, coast to coast. There's a lot of excitement in the air about that. 
feeling real good about that. A lot of excitement. Also this week, no coincidence, uh, just a continuation of good vibes all around. Coachella, baby. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Top fave Coachella, dream Coachella blunt rotation. I'm going to, I'm going to throw one out and you're going to throw another one out. Kid Cudi. One. The, uh, the basis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Fleet. Three. Adele. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Five. Billie Eilish. But first, let's hear, let's hear Post Malone on day one, I believe. We've had a fucking hell of a fucking ride. And I just want everybody to know that I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative. I'm so happy. And I'm so fucking blessed to be able to to come up here and sing these fucking songs with you guys the most important fucking thing is to spread love wherever the fuck you go and it takes a second out of your day and it could change somebody's fucking life so just spread love wherever the fuck you go and i know especially now times are so so fucking dark so much love to to uh so much love to ukraine so much love to everybody struggling and so much love to everyone literally fucking everybody covid has taken such a fucking toll on the fucking world and don't let me fucking run i'm so sorry but i just want to say how fucking epic it is to see people's faces again and be able to talk with people and sing these fucking songs again um this song is called congratulations i'm sorry for the anger this shit i won't be nothing So let's go. Nature, nature's healing, baby. America's back. The children of this country have something to do again. Coachella has been gone. Where'd it go, folks? Went bye-bye. Took away by uh, China virus. Who took it, folks? Who took it? The Democrats. Isn't it Gavin Nelson? The Democrats. Wanted? Newsom? Newsom. Gavin Newsom. California. Taking away Coachella from the children. Sick pedophiles want your children at their homes. They want your son to be a gay person. They're taking away his genitals. Both idiotic and disgusting. It's like watching someone eat roadkill. You feel nauseous, but you can't turn away. Folks, Coachella's back. This is a good thing. I know you might have your opinions about Coachella. I know that you probably have a friend or a cousin that's there right now, if you're a listener. There's uh, maybe a few artists that you're listening to that have definitely been to Coachella. Maybe this year, maybe not at all this year. Maybe you've forgotten all about music festivals. Your day-to-day is um, setting up files on your computer just for someone to come back and delete them later. Or you send the emails off for three and a half hours and you take a seven-hour lunch to avoid your family. Maybe maybe your life is somewhere in between that and it's someone that stacks boxes and creates pallets in a warehouse. Whatever, whatever you're doing with your time, you've heard of Coachella and you know there's always that moment for a young person to want to feel like they're a part of something bigger than just themselves, just for that moment of escape. It's a moment that we all look forward to, that resurrection moment, getting out of a, a rut, getting out of a stale routine. Let me, I just want to let loose. I want to uh, taste some good vibes. I want to mellow out. Post Malone is going to bring it to you. Coachella, it's going to deliver. It did. It's doing it right now. Lee, who are, your, who are some of your favorite artists on the scene um, at Coachella right now? 
So it's a really good question because I was looking through the lineup and I barely knew anyone anymore. I, I think that's probably a big takeaway in my life at the, where I'm at at the stage of my life that I don't know 95% of the acts that are being featured at Coachella. Like I know Swedish house mafia the week. I mean, I'm familiar with the week. I don't think I've ever listened to a song. Disclosure was there. Obviously we had talked about that big fan. Hot chip was there. A Jamie XX. I know from, from, you know, eight, nine years ago, that kind of rounds it out, you know? I think there's something to be said about not being in the music scene or not being in the, the culture scene really anymore. That's kind of my takeaway. And who's popular, who's big, who's getting the headlines at this massive festival, big comeback for Coachella this weekend? Someone that I have I've never knew about previously at all. That's Billie Eilish? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a I thought it was a guy. It would be easy to mistake that as well. Billie Eilish is a low talking singer. She's gonna she's whispering something in the microphone with a lot now of is lyrics. She is she on uh, methadone. This is a look. It's it's a resurrection of grunge. It's a style that is after us. We have no touch to it because we're getting to be ancient grandfather age. Yeah, Our really. wisdom is is what brings us to. Um, our platform and our platform is what allows us to, to bring down criticism on these children. It may be because it's Easter, maybe because the Lord's risen. I'm full of some really good positive energy on a, you know what? Maybe we are all in this together. Maybe everything will be all right. $800,000 home up the street from me that puts that in their, their yard as a sign. Everything will be all right. Oh, will it? Yeah, I'm sure everything's <laughs> just fine for the property that you inherited from your grandparents. You magically turned a gift investment into an appreciated 26% over four year. Oh, yeah, you did. That was all you. Some people just have a knack for real again, estate, Ryan. Again, just nothing but positivity today. Yeah, me. I sense it. I was thinking about how I was going to talk about Billie Eilish and... You never want to come off as the guy who's like, listen, this new stuff has nothing on what I used to listen to when I was young. You know, like that's always the easiest thing to do. Right. Well, and the people free. when I was growing up said that about the 80s were generally incorrect because the 80s was trash. Like there, there's a few good things that came out of the 80s. The Gen X people, the guys a little older than me that I would hang out with, uh, it was not good. But my, my parents, they had a point. When they were saying that, because some of the best musicians of all time were in the 60s and 70s. So I always thought, like, for the most part, people are generally right. Like the older stuff does have this really great aesthetic appeal that a lot of modern artists are just copying. And it's always better in the past. And listening to Billie Eilish, that continues to be right, because whatever I, whatever she's trying to do is it doesn't appeal to me. Or anyone like me. No. And I listened to it with an open mind. I listened to everything with an open mind. And I couldn't understand. It's, you wouldn't call it the pop genre, would you? I mean, unknowingly, I would. But someone who's it. listened to music for most of their life. I would have. Yeah, I would listen to it again. And I would try to think of a better description. I see what you're saying. Yes. 
the it's not like down. rihanna you know it's yeah. not it's not like i don't know who else who else was was there that's like i don't know or like like Nicki minaj or i don't know what's big uh, cardi b right i would call it's it not in those genres of like pop rap r&b i wouldn't know what else to call it i f- i felt it was like a a girl who who really did listen to good music when she was young maybe her dad like showed her good music like radiohead and had influences of the gorillas i think uh, damon Albarn from the gorillas performed with her had had influences of these great artists from uh, our time, but it, she didn't execute that vision, in my opinion. Maybe there's some stuff I don't understand. I'm totally open to learning new things and hearing new things that excite me, but it, it bored me to tears. I wanted to cry for the youth of today that this is what they're excited about because it just means that we're doomed in, into nihilism because this is the most nihilistic, non-feeling crap I've ever heard in my life. Folks, Lee touches on a pretty spicy take, a level of nihilism in Gen Z. I know what you mean about, like, this isn't for me. But this is not music for me. White shirt, now red, my bloody nose sleeping. You're on your tippy toes, quick. But I get um, who that might be for. That song, if you Please, play that I, for me and you didn't tell me anything, I'm like, oh, that's the XX. That's like a very yeah. niche, chill band that has a following, but they're Somewhere. not. They're not like playing main stage at Coachella on Saturday night. But now that music had gone into main stage or close to it. It's like a hipster chill wave. But hipster chill wave but, is indie sleaze. It's niche. It's right. not. Pop. But it's not, but it's not, and it's also, not great all the time either. It's a lot of just um, trash that began probably through the 80s. What is she saying? Why does she, why does she speak up? I can't hear her. <laughs> tell her to speak up. Tell her to smile too. Why isn't she smiling? <laughs> Lee, are you hanging out with enough teenagers to get this? Go for that type, my seduce your dad type. I'm the guy. It's a sassy teenager vibe. That's why I can't really hate on it because it's like, oh, okay, this, this is some kind of pop. This is, this is some kind of candy bar pop or lollipop pop, music pop. And corn pop was a bad dude. What's exciting about that? Well, it makes you want to like get up and go nuts at a show or dance your face off. It, ma- it makes you want to take some Xanax and to think about how your life is meaningless. Well, maybe you are. And on then, s- and then maybe, just like couch scroll through Instagram. Maybe you are on SRIs and that's, you're, you're just, you're vibed along with it. But there's, there, there could be an edge that's not picked up all from your vibe receptors. Like it's not edgy to you. Oh, totally, totally not. But it's, it could feel edgy, right? Because she herself could represent something that you're not watching the, the things with the interviews, the shows, the magazines. You're not watching those same outlets. So you, she's not brought up in your world. But, but why, why is this? Because anything that gets this popular, right? 
is a product that's very closely managed and maintained by some corporation, by some group of individuals who are very experienced in building and designing and marketing and selling this product. So why this? Why do some turds float and others sink to the bottom? <laughs> why do people... Well, I would imagine feel, it depends on fiber intake, Ryan. Why do people feel that there is a need to put mayonnaise on a hamburger? This is, I think there's a few things happening. Yeah, she's promoted, but it was the easiest to promote her because people were liking her. Is she more talented than anything else out there? Ugh, someone else's decision. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. I, I probably used to care. We, I don't want to come off like I care because I, I really don't. It's more the realization of where I am in my stage of life. And I'm sure a lot of people will come into that realization as they look at the, uh, what is it? Like the set list, not the set list, but the group of artists who are playing at the show, the lineup of Coachella, right? Like who? Anyone who has either a full-time job or a family or a combination of those two, has no idea 90% unless they're very much into popular music of today, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So I'm pulling up the, the lineup here. So we have DJ, <laughs> DJ limelight refueled one word, uh, legendary axios. Everyone knows axios Nadoy, uh, Marcus Westfield, Orion, Orion Jacks, Empire with the backward E, uh, DJ Flow, Alex Moore. Um, <laughs> folks, this one looks like a little bit more uh, like an alien type of hieroglyphic. It's not sure it's a four. It looks like a four letter. Maybe some of our Islamic viewers could help us with that. Gore. Translation. I think it's gore. I think it's gore. Okay. Gore. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Uh, next one, Lunatic and DJ Stomp, Wander Trust, Under Over. Again, this is going to be a backwards letter combination. So pretty, pretty sick in the font. Yeah, that's, so that's going to be April 14th, 15th. That's the Electric Sun. Ryan, I don't think this is the right. This is not. Festival. This isn't Coachella? Damn. I don't think so. This, the, there's the free vape system giveaway. Mm -hmm. And the vape tent. Shout out to everyone, a part of the uh, on cinema team that brings parody to a new level because they often predict, like predictions happen in their parody. Shout out to them because this is fantastic. Yeah, this is really well done. This is the I Electric mean, Sun Desert Music Festival. Like there will, this will, this will actually keep happening. These shows that at some point one's going to overlap and look exactly like this. And then people are going to go back in time and look at the on cinema, uh, just total uh, spoof, goof, satire, fun. And they're going to think that they're a part of some kind of deep state operative that forecasted all of this. And there's going to be an on cinema anonymous clan of um, conspirators that say that they were, you know, Tim Heidecker is the, 
chosen president when he already put himself in as a side C plot of on cinema as a president assassin in the form of <laughs> Decker, his show Decker. Anyways, I can cut that out. Yeah, it's good parody, you know, good parody. Coachella, it seems like a parody of the, the, all the festivals that we've seen, but it, it does continue to grow. And it's why I'm so happy to see it happen. If we don't have these dumb things in a time that we also don't have the answers for real things, real problems, then it's like we have almost a complete failed society on all accounts. At least we got another chance for a Coachella. Bread and circuses, right? That's what we got to have something. Even the Romans knew that. Some might say that we are somewhere down the tail end of that collapsed Roman Empire. Do you want me to say something about that? Some might I thought say you're that. Gonna keep going. Some might. I mean, listener, I'm going to let you fish that one in on your own. But some some might say that. I think we got a good hundred years. Yeah, the, the Roman Empire was around for thousands of years. Some might say years. some might say it's not over, and we are the end of it. No, what, how long? How long was Rome really around? Like a thousand years, fourteen hundred years. I know it's a long We're, time. The U.S. is around for two hundred years, so maybe another thousand. All likelihood, it doesn't deteriorate in our lifetime. No doubt. <laughs> Definitely not. I, All people want it to. You know, people want it to because it'd be really interesting, right? It would. To have like to just see it, to, just, to have everything change. You know, mm-hmm. like we grow up. It's like the people who lived in the Soviet Union, right? Like they live, let's say you're born in 1960. And by 1990, the collapse of the Soviet Union, maybe like you lived in this huge empire that suddenly just went away overnight and your years how do you come to military, terms with that your years of military experience wound you with with the right people deep in state but also the right people a part of the kgb and then you find yourself in a pipeline to become one day president of russia and now you're in this silly conflict that everyone just needs to keep out of where they're not going to get their gas cheap anymore it's a special military operation, Ryan. It's con- it's a conflict, and if I get straight up, take, we're gonna take this part but keep out. Keep in mind who our sponsors are, okay? But if you don't, if you don't change your obby to, to blue and yellow like I told you to, like we're not doing this anymore. If you don't transparent picture you and your obby picture. In your Ivy picture, into a Ukraine support flag. Did, did you see this? Um, one of the a guy that works for MSNBC decided to join the Ukrainian military. Oh hell yeah! I um, you say he was he was a uh, he was in the Navy, that, specializing in naval cryptography, <laughs> and so he, here he is. <laughs> 
Malcolm Nance leaves MSNBC and joins the fight in Ukraine. Get her done, soldier. He's 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 joining <laughs> he's joining the fight in Ukraine, but for the Russians, right? Oh, interesting. No, I'm <laughs> that's not what the article says, uh, listener. Russian listener, listener. I'm here to help fight this country. That's what it says. What essentially is a special military operator. No, he's saying he wants to help fight help <laughs> Ukraine fight Russia. Basically. Here to fight uh, anyone. I'll fight you. I'll fight these people. The Russians are not going around hunting for American flag patches or to see who's black, who's Asian, who's Latino. I don't think they'd really even be able to, to tell uh, the International Legion. So that's where all the Redditors go. Want to fight for Ukraine? Yeah. Start, start giving Ukraine um, multiple rocket launch, launch systems. That's a recipe for success. Ooh, man. There's, throughout all of time, there's people that are capable of being swindled. And people that are bloodlusting for war or vengeance, and to see the um, the crosshairs of uh, that and liberal society is pretty entertaining. They'll easily, you know, point themselves out. Who the weirdos, the psychos, the sickos. Mm. I mean, this person. Why would anyone do this? <laughs> why? Uh... Why? How could this be a good idea in your head? He said he was touched when he first met his platoon. Horny for war is what that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's 100% right. He's trying to protect people. It's admirable, but it's uh, kind of a waste of time. A, a waste of vibes. Crank up the Billie Eilish. Time to crack open a... A cold kombucha. Skinny bum fuck a doogaloo cold North Georgia hard kombucha cider ale. Available at your local Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> hard kombucha cider, folks, from North Georgian Hills. Get your can today. Dumb fucks kombucha. Piggly Wiggly. Six, six packs for $18.99. Yeah, man. War's pretty, it's pretty fucked up, bro. I mean, I was, I went there. I went, I joined the Reddit guys and went to Ukraine and it wasn't, it sucked. <laughs> I don't, Bad vibes. Yeah, I can't, I can't go to that. Um, what did Tucker, Tucker, I'm sorry, I got distracted because I saw an article about Tucker, Tucker Carlson <laughs> talking about tanning your testicles. Majority of Democrats support it. Taco. Tan your balls if you want to be a real man. But he just keeps bringing realness to, to the world. It's like, do I, do I like this guy now? How, how real could you get? He's a Swanson boy, right? He's the heiress. What's the Swanson? a Swanson boy? The food stuff chain. The frozen food chain heir. It's the heiress to Swanson. This, guy, this gets a false from Snopes, Ryan. Oh, damn. I, got, I just got owned, folks. Yeah, his family doesn't own it. It's just like a stepmom was was an heiress to the Swanson oh. frozen dinner wealth, but they sold it back in 1955. Okay, there's a link. She had some money, but I mean, yeah, that's what it is. Okay, folks, that stands corrected. I he was not. He's <laughs> not the heiress of the Swan. Like I originally claimed to him to be the heiress. It was his stepmom that was briefly the. Was an heiress, 
So it's good we got that sorted out. Yeah. But he's uh people say he's got the swag of Trump, so he could do it next because DeSantis might he just might not have this the swag. Is great. For some reason, Kid Rock, friend of the show, Kid Rock, was on show, yes. um was on Carlson's program later. And Carlson told him to open his mind. Don't you think at this point when so many of the therapies, the paths they've told us to take have turned out to be dead ends that really hurt people? Why wouldn't open-minded people seek new solutions? This is what he's saying to Kid Rock on his show after he talks about tanning his testicles, which I'm all for, by the way. I I don't think there should be any issue with that. I don't know what the hell is going on in this world, Rock said. I'm not even sure if I understood that question. (laughs) But some days you just want to stop this planet and let me off. (laughs) that's truly the best response folks if you're kid rock and someone asks some like tucker carlson asks you about tanning your testicles it would laser something i don't really understand it all completely i'll have to research the procedure in a little more depth before i report back but that's honestly the best response kid if i'm kid rock that's the best response for me to give stop this planet and let me the hell off Folks, even even the elites, even the ones that should be enjoying this goddamn circus aren't. It's just a sign. Um, you know, we're in for a wild ride ahead. If they're not making sense to each other, they're definitely not making sense to us. Nope. I love it, though. That's what a wonderful campaign. Why do you think he's doing that? Why do you think he's on board with this? Taco? <laughs> Why is he... Why is, is there is there like a cream to come out next that he can promote? Because you can't cock the talk, Ryan. I love the same. I hope that's what he I, I hope he just uh, leans into that as his own network prevails eventually. And he gets his can't cuck the tuck uh, here at prime time. 7 p.m. Eastern. He's right there. He's on your screen for four hours screaming. What is going on? Didn't bunch didn't a bunch of people like go to his house, like trying trying to kill his family and shit? I mean, he people really hate him. Oh, it, it, yeah, yeah, they do. But that's how that's how it works. That's how it's working because he's he's in their head rent free, right? Yeah, Whew. you're getting people to do that. I mean, if anyone has ever contemplated if anything indeed lives in your head rent free know this yes the saying is real if tucker carlson is living in your head rent free just massage him on out just let him get out of there because that's that's where he wants to be a real tuckle in nature it's just dying to be up in someone's head just getting around swinging like on like he's a little monkey in there just let him free and you'll be much better off for it and then you Open can that cage. And then you can really have a good laugh when something like this comes up. What a concept. Just tuckle, I guess, out on his community <laughs> bluff in the buff, <laughs> spreading eagle for the sunrise. I mean, I guess if I had that, if I had the resources, I'd give it a whirl. A testicle tan? Yeah, like you're maybe you go to the tanning bed. That's Usually what happens I don't think that's go. what they're talking about in this. I think that's extremely dangerous. You know, I went to a tanning bed once. Have you ever been to a tanning bed? Oh, yeah, I go. Definitely go. 
I get my tan on. On the reg. Well, I try to, you know, it's like I live in a cave, so <laughs> I got it. My skin gets a little oozy and glossy just from season to season. You keep it tight. I just, I'm a, it's an, I'm like a new breed of species, I'm like a underground dwelling. So it's a moisture thing. The cats are getting used to it too. It's a high moisture content. <laughs> they can come and go as they please. They often are out of the house and they bring me other moles. Well, oh, well, you yeah. gotta eat. So that's what cats are good for. Uh, Booger brought in a live screeching bird the other day. <laughs> Would have been good to have that on camera. <laughs> Just the most loud bird screech you could imagine while I was while I was working at the desk. Booger. Yeah, he's man, and he didn't want to let it go. I couldn't tell if he was growling or if he was just out of breath because he was making a funny noise. And also <laughs> the cats will go, the cats will run around and then they'll run inside and they'll come in literally panting like a dog. Have you ever seen a cat do that? It's hilarious. No. Like you you keep like a litter box for them, you know? No. You got you don't have to. No, right? They're, yeah. they're because they were born like kind of outside on someone's porch. It was a community like all the neighbors were taking care of the litter and and I walked up to someone's porch, I was doing food delivery and she had a bunch of kittens around. I was like, "Oh, cute kitties." And she said, oh, you want one? And I was like, sure. And so I got her information. I came back the next day and I was like, well, I'll take two. If I'm getting one, I'll take two because I had mice in this old shitty home that I live in, of course. So I was like, ah, I'm going to get a predator, an apex predator. If you'd stop throwing spoons with food on them. Do not judge me. If you clean up. <laughs> That's why I have the cats. And I also bring in possums to roam free <laughs> through the, through the uh, floorboards. And uh, did all the, and then from there, I'll get birds for folks. You don't need handouts. You don't need socialized medicine. Just get you a couple cats and it's a free buffet. An, an entire, rest of your life. an entire animal kingdom ecosystem inside your home. that can run free. <laughs> You'll be three to 4% off grid. Uh, well on your way to a hundred over the, the next 60 years of your life. When, when at that time you'll be 105 and ready to be off the grid. Cause you'll be dead. We're all going to be off the grid one day. I saw a bumper sticker that said grid life. And I don't know what that means. Listener, if you know what that means, and I'm, I'm saying something really dumb right now, please let me know. But it said grid life. And I thought, well, that's pretty tight. Maybe that person's just a, a, like accepting that they'll never be off grid, but they love it. They love the being on grid. And I'm like, I'm fucking jacked into the grid too, bro. Thinking, so what's what? a grid at the end of the day? It's about connectivity. Yeah. It's about connectedness. I wouldn't be on the grid. Maybe it's a church. <laughs> they have churches around here, mega churches. I call them mega churches. They're just your neighborhood yeah. church run by your local millionaire. Uh, they have these churches with a lot of one word names. Yeah. They're just icon. Known. They're just known by this one word thing. Yeah. I grew up, it was like the church of this community area. Right. Of the of the Lord thing. There was it was names. No, there's just this one word things. And they're in the same like font as like everything else now. Everything's in the exact same style font. You things used to have like real drawn out character. The church named that. What was the word we were using? Church? Yeah. Oh man, I feel like that's 30 minutes ago. I don't know. In my head. <laughs> 
my concepts are like a ru- <laughs> like a rubber band. I, I don't and, remember and it either. Wormhole. About tanning I, beds? You said icon? Or did we get past that? Icon. But you said icon. That's like a real one. That's like a funny yeah. fucking. No, but what was the one? What was the word we we're talking about? Like, or we could be dead. You're talking about your cats and death. Man, I feel like people who are good at podcasting remember these things. We we <laughs> could we could hold ourselves to those standards. It's also pretty natural to forget. That stuff comes back to you later. Yeah. Well, like, whatever that word was, if someone hasn't started a church, call oh. that. When Jason was at the table, I kept on seeing him look at me while he's with that other girl. Do you think he was just doing that to make me jealous? Because he was totally texting me all night last night, and I don't know if it's a booty call or not. So, like, what do you think? Do you, did you think that girl was pretty? This thing has to be a content factory at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? It, right now, I'm trying to twi- Twitch stream every single day. Hell yeah, bro. It, it's so it's, short and that dress is so tacky. Who wears cheetah? It's not even summer. Why does the DJ keep on playing summertime sadness? After you go to the bathroom, can we go smoke a cigarette? I really need one. But first, let me take a selfie. Every single free moment I can that I get on the video game, I'm like, all right, let's be productive. Let's get this out on some content. We got to be doing videos, cut up podcasts, video yeah. games. Billy Eilish's songs, throw those behind the creations that we're making. Get Billy Eilish to come on the show. Yeah. Schedule. And, right? and explain herself. You know what? I would love to for lady, just to listen explain. to her explain like wh- what do you think you're doing and why do you think your music is good? And just hey, listen, you don't owe me an explanation, but I really want to understand. This is to you, Billy. He's talking to you challenge you seen any other clips i was gonna i was gonna be i was gonna start talking about like took my kids to the baseball game on sunday and i was like man that is just zero you notice that though yeah it's professionalism folks we're not gonna time with some milk toast ass fucking suburban parent life bs that you can get on any goddamn uh, Starbucks cafe corner podcast. Not going to go in that direction. Or talk about the uh, the festival of Passover, Pesach, but not going to go in that direction either. It's not a whole lot of juice there. It's on Amer- Passover. It's un-American. Uh, un-American, what, yeah. You tell me I can't consume my surf and turf bisque in a bread bowl. Get the fuck out of here. I will take my business elsewhere. And who's going to who's going to bring me in, folks? And Christianity Jesus along with Mormons, whatever that is. It's are hot right now. They're going to they're going to get out of this uh, recession just fine. Cuz they're business people. They're like the Jews of Utah. It, there's a there's a group of people in China. I think they're it's a certain region called Kaifeng, 
And they consider themselves to be the Jews of China because they're so good at business. Now, in China, you have reverse anti-Semitism, where they really respect Jews for making money and being good at business. So they actually call themselves the Jews of China as, as a positive thing, which is very difficult for an American listener to understand. But in China, their culture, it's like landing on the moon and trying to figure it out. Uh, just one second, one, one, if I can, it's just why I feel like I'd fit in well in China. But go on. I, that's that's really the thing is is that uh, maybe the Mormons or the Jews of Utah in a similar sense. <coughs> they they think they're the Jews. They think the more in the Mormon faith they think they're the Jews of the the Old Testament because they're not the Jews of America because there's already that they're the, Jew, <laughs> they're the Jews of. Of Utah is what I said. Of Utah, of Utah. there's no Jewish people in Utah. But Utah is hard to really place because it is just Mormons. Yeah, that's why it was funny because it made no sense what I was saying. It's the Jews of California. No, we can't use that either. Plenty of Jews in California. Half exactly. Of, half of LA. Yeah. yeah, it's like as soon as they got to New York, they're like, well, we need to get to California. <laughs> the Persians especially. The oh, Jews. That's the LA. LA is those, yeah. the other group, not, yeah. not my people. That's right. Well, my people, but it's just a couple shades darker and a, an affinity for jewelry and expensive clothing. The coolest MFers that you'll meet when you're on the streets of LA. LA's got a really. Uh, Persians? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Strong some, negotiators. Some of the best. Strong negotiators. You're going to meet them. And just some good people. Just one of the many things that makes California just so good. Where, Diversity. W- will, you, will you go to California with your family as a vacation ever? I've never actually been to California. Mm-hmm. I had a 30-minute layover in San Francisco where they confiscated a sandwich that I had. And that is the first and last time I will be entering the state of California, unless it is necessary uh, for me to make a lot of money. You could have been smuggling some, uh, you know, weapons in that sandwich. Well, I was, so I was flying from Tel Aviv to San Francisco. It's a very long flight. My wife, God bless her, packed me a sandwich. Now, I didn't eat that sandwich because I was like, you know, I'm going to be really hungry when I land because they fill you with food on the plane. Um, I'll save this for when I land. And when I landed and got to baggage claim, this woman with a dog came up to me and confiscated my sandwich. Didn't let me eat it. Hey, can't bring some cold cuts from halfway across the world without the California government taking a piece of that. Yeah, I'll never forgive them for that because I was really hungry and I had to go immediately to a conference in Reno. Uh, It was literally the worst traveling day of my life. And I couldn't taste my wife's love that she had made into the sandwich because of the I know it's people will say it's the feds, but those were Californians who were working in the airport. So. I don't want to hear that argument. I've already thought through that. Gavin Newsom, if you're listening and you even think about coming after my friend or his wife ever again, 
you would better think twice about that, sir. So you were traveling from Tel Aviv to San Francisco. Which way right. did you go? You went. So you actually you actually do a few rotations around the moon to catch some speed, and then they just shoot you back into the atmosphere. You went you went across the states, huh? Uh, well, mainly Canada. Yeah, yeah. That's a long flight, man. And Europe. That's a long flight. Yeah, and to think you get off your flight and you want to taste some delicious kosher meats that your wife had prepared for you in sandwich form. Here's the thing. You go to an aircraft and to fly domestically, and you can bring some stuff. But if you go internationally, you can't bring shit. I've seen people bring like live animals and not like a dog, you know, like like just holding a fish yeah. onto a plane, you know, like the one on my hat, like a big Inter- mark, just international. international flights. You can't bring shit. And that's an easy way to remember it. You can leave Argentina with a 32 pack of marble reds for like $8. And they'll be, you know, not the same marble reds that you're used to here in the States, but they're pretty similar. You can buy that at this little store next to your gate whenever you leave, but you cannot bring food because once you get into a, a, a country, they, they really want to look. They're going to look at all your stuff. They're going to go in your bag. They're going to they're fill you up. They're putting you through the full machine. They're going to put in your bags, all that through machines. God but forbid they, some, some Jew insect would get in through your sandwich into the great state of California and wreak havoc upon their beautiful, luscious state. That they've so well maintained. I don't know if it's if it's environmental issues to blame, or if it's certain crop crops, certain money makers in the ecology of that region would be affected. So there's investments that would be lost so what do we do here in the west to protect our investments we fucking militarize the policing and airport travel is a militarized policing scenario we go through just rigorous fucking bullshit like taking someone's fucking sandwich made by their wife while they're out of the fucking country that's cruel that's cruel and unusual like the way that you can't bring water bottles it's just fucking cruel I don't know, man. Like, there's not necessarily a solution for it that is going to get it. It sometimes feels like a better route to just try push for rail system. Like, like let the aircraft, airplane, air travel be what it is. But if we had rail system, but uh, New York City is now putting metal detectors in subways, as I saw on an article. Maybe that's real, maybe that's not. But that's like, the TSAification of the subways now, of the trains, which I guess there would be no stopping that either if we did have a developed rail system that could theoretically get out of the need of a TSA type. That's never going to happen. If we haven't done it by now, it's not going to happen. 
I can't, I wouldn't say that it is going to happen. I just say it as what would be more likely to root for or advocate for. I, I, I mean, I've been, I went on a bullet train in China from like, uh, I, think it was a, I don't know, Nanjing to Beijing or something. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was really cool. I mean, you go super fast, like unbelievable mega speed just through, but it's funny because you're going through the countryside of China and it, it really is. It, it's crazy. You're going on this futuristic magnetic train, 400 kilometers an hour. And going by you are, are like shacks and huts of the peasantry through the countryside of China. It sounds badass to do have done that. I, I'm pretty jealous. But it would be the same thing here, you know, where they'd have trains interconnecting the, the metropolitan areas just yeah. running, you know, like here's the shanty town attached to that Walmart, you know, like yeah. going from New York to St. Louis and going through West Virginia or oh something. Oh my God. The, I don't even think St. Louis would be around anymore. And that's the, <laughs> by the time that happens. St. Louis, St. Louis is like the highest murder rate in the country. It's like Kansas City then. If there's a train available and as opposed to flying, it's just going to seem. Oh, the train's way better. I'm not, ar- I'm not arguing with that. Pretty damn convenient, man. Pretty damn convenient. I'm not going to argue with a train being uh, superior because there's no argument there. I've taken, I took one train from Paris to Amsterdam. Took a couple hours. I don't know. But it was so nice. So nice. Go to another country, get off the train. It's just a better, more efficient form of transportation. Flying is horrendous. It's really bad. Sucks. It's 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 good. It's obviously good if you need to go long distances. Yeah, but you know, I don't want to have to fly to Atlanta. I want to be able to take a bullet. I certainly don't want to be in the Atlanta airport, and then I certainly don't want to be involved in the public transportation in Atlanta. But I will take a bullet train there if I need to get a flight somewhere that I can only get from Atlanta. I picked up a passenger earlier. She had just come in from. Missouri. Missouri. She was a part of an aircraft that just lost their one of their engines in flight. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And they, she, they only got a couple minutes into their flight leaving and they had to turn back around. And then then the, you know, she eventually got here. This because this was a couple hours ago this evening. So mm. she'd been in travel all day and it's a very frightening moment in the air. But uh, uh, listeners of the show that have uh, been with us since the beginning, you may me- may remember me say uh, aircraft can fly with just one engine. And so at that point, the crew was not in any kind of panic or anything because you could definitely fly the aircraft as much as you need with one engine and you don't need any engine to land. So they were going to be okay. But what a fucking frightening moment. Yeah, it's not an experience you want to go through. Yeah. You, you don't want that to be your reality, looking out the window and seeing your plane's engine on fire. I'll admit, I've I've heard uh, uh, like the accounts uh, about the the disaster scenario through uh, you know my brief time in the industry, and it is less frightening having uh, been on the other side of it. 
all, but nonetheless, it's still going to be pretty fucking scary for anyone on going through that moment. So, uh, fucking, <laughs> yeah. Well, terrifying so, as we scenario. said, this show, this show was all about positivity and good vibes, as Ryan started off the show. That's and right. I think really that's what we're ending with as well. That's right, so, folks. Um, live in fear. Mm-hmm. Be terrified of every potential outcome. And thank God. Thank God. Okay, folks. Bless. Good night, everybody. Lee, um, now that we've hung up, uh, when's, um, when's the, <laughs> we, we could also do that too. We're hang up. There we go. Leave. Boom.